Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Oh my goodness. I'm just a wreck. How many of you guys are your first time here today? Just wave your hand at me. Welcome. Welcome, Jordans. Honored to see you guys here. Who else? Just wave one more time. I just want to see. I didn't get to see everybody. Hey, welcome, 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 welcome. I don't know how you heard about us. Through friends, through family, through Chloe. That's awesome. Soccer class. That's awesome. That's a good place to talk about Jesus. Soccer class. Well, I'm glad she brought you. What's your name? Sydney. Sydney. Nice to meet you. They named a city after you. Sydney? Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. We're privileged that you're here. Thank you for being here. We're privileged to be in God's presence together. Amen. God's doing incredible things. Just last service, there was a lot of miracles in here. I don't know if you guys got a count of uh, what happened. Pastor Nicole, did you guys see? There was at least like 20, 30 people that received miracles in their body. It was amazing. Just radical stuff was happening. People crying, experiencing stuff. So mind you, uh, you know, be ready. Don't have to wait till the end of the service to experience a miracle, to experience God's presence, because he's already here. Jesus is the miracle worker, and when he's present, his miracles are worked. God is the healer, his presence is healing. So healing simply happen, miracles happen, breakthroughs happen. Um, You know, we always think like, wow, like breakthroughs happening over there. No, breakthrough happens where Jesus is, and he's here with us today. So we're going to have an awesome morning. Um, Why don't you go with me to Isaiah chapter 61. Just going to jump right into some scripture, um, share some stories with you, and uh, we're going to have a lot of time for prayer today because I just really feel the Lord wants to just touch people. Is that cool? Isaiah 61, starting in verse 1. The prophet Isaiah wrote this some 700, 800 years before Jesus was ever born. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal those who are brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Go with me to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Jesus comes out of the wilderness after being tempted by the devil. And it says in verse 16, he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to those who are blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. Say fixed on him. When your eyes are fixed on Jesus, miraculous things happen. And he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. God, I thank you that the same way you fulfilled the scripture then is the same way you fulfill the scripture even today in our midst, Lord. God, we thank you for it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. It's interesting because the the people responded to Jesus after that, and they said, isn't this the guy that we grew up with? Familiarity can kill the move of the Spirit. It's interesting because that familiarity actually caused them to drive Jesus out of the temple 
and actually try to throw them off a cliff. Isn't that radical? Pretty crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. The anointing will bring all things out of people. Anyway, we'll keep going. Just going to keep reading um, in Luke chapter 5, going forward a little bit in verse 17. He's in a different place. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of law sitting who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Say the power of the Lord. Wherever Jesus is, his power is. Wherever two or more gather together in his name, there he is in our midst. So why do we think God is doing things over there and not things over here? Because we don't believe that he's here with us. But the spirit of the Lord God is upon him. And the spirit of the Lord God being upon him is thereby upon who? His body. Who are you members of? They bought a man in who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find it, they, they actually ripped the roof off the house. Jesus saw their faith and said, man, your sins are forgiven. The scribes and Pharisees said, who is this who can speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk? I want to say something. Every time you read the word sin in the Bible, I don't want you just to read this like legal thing. Thing that God's holding against you. The word there is literally hamartia. It literally means to miss the desired intention or to miss the mark. It literally means to be perverted away from the glory of God. That's why the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of glory. All of us have sinned or missed the mark and fallen short of glory. But in Christ Jesus, we are restored to glory. The old things have passed away. Just a few things get made new. No, but when we behold him who gave his life for us, when we see who he really is, as we see him, we become like him. I was wrecked recently. Uh, someone that I know, someone's close to me, had this like experience in a dream. And they, it, in this dream, they, all these distractions were going on. All these like weird things were happening. And all of a sudden, they were walking through this hallway, and this hallway had red carpet on it. It was this massive hallway. And at the end of the hallway was this massive mirror. So all these distractions are going on behind. All these things, right? All these issues of life. And as soon as, down the end of this hallway, as soon as this person looked at the end of the hallway, there was this massive mirror. And in the mirror was the person of our King, Jesus Christ. Clothed in white with a red sash. His face was beautiful and brilliant. Now, someone might say, well, you can't see God and live, but if we're crucified with Christ, that means we get to see God. And I was reminded of the verse through this story. I was reminded of the verse, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. You see, when we behold Jesus, we behold our truest form. We behold our original design, our original intent. Is Jesus walking around dysfunctional today? Is Jesus walking around sick today? Is Jesus walking around fearful today? Then why are we? As we see him, we realize we're like him, but we all with unveiled face, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. These verses, I read them out of Isaiah 61. Jesus came to preach this message. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Turn to your neighbor and say, the Spirit of the Lord God's upon you too. Say it to the other person, you're full of it. You're full of him. 
What is the spirit of the Lord God there for? To preach freedom to prisoners and release to captives. Captives are captive because someone took them captive. Something happened to me when I was young, Chris, and I'm still dealing with these issues. Someone said something to me, and I still feel this way. Freedom to captives or release to captives. And liberty, freedom to prisoners. Someone's in prison because of something they did. Unforgiveness. Partnership with abuse or whatever it might be. The sins that we had in our own life, the things we committed. But Jesus came to preach release to both, praise God. Praise God. He doesn't just free those that didn't deserve it. He frees those that do deserve it. That got themselves into the mess. While we were yet sinners, while we were in our worst dysfunction, Christ died for us. Every single one of us in this room, every single one of you, every single one of you that can hear the sound of my voice, Jesus Christ gave his life for you. Um, When I was 19 years old, I had an encounter with this gospel, with this grace, with this power, with this free gift of forgiveness, with this free gift of righteousness. I remember I used to go out on a park bench at late at night, come home from parties, and I used to play guitar on this park bench. And I, I would, you know, be in all kinds of darkness. But all of a sudden, I would feel this warmth come over my body as I'd play the guitar. Two o'clock in the morning, I'd feel this, like, warmth and almost like this electric feeling come over my body, like waves. It felt like waves of love and acceptance. And I began to weep, and here I am weeping. And I didn't know what it was. I just wanted to be around it more. So I'd go out, I'd go and I'd try to feast on everything the world had to offer, and all of a sudden I'd be alone, and I'd go out and I'd play that guitar. It wasn't until six months or so or more later that I was reading the Bible, and that same presence came into my room and said, Chris, you can keep going the way that you're going, but you know the end of it. You're not only lying to me, but you're lying to yourself. I love you so much that I'll let you keep going the way you're going, but you know the end of it. And in that moment, the cross of Christ was no longer someone else's cross. It became my cross. It became something that I could see myself upon. It became my sacrifice, my Savior giving his life for me. I began to weep for two days, and I got delivered to devils and get set free. Yes, devils, they came out of me. You see, when the Holy Ghost comes, he drives out everything that's not associated with love. He comes to bring freedom to captives. See, we'll know the truth, and the truth will make us free. A lot of us are living in consistent dysfunction because we haven't seen the reality of our value and the reality of his truth in our lives. When we see the truth, when we know, when we become intimately acquainted with the person of truth, Christ Jesus, old things really do pass away old patterns, old fears, old things. You start to realize that those patterns aren't actually you. They were never a part of you. They were introduced to you by the world around us, whether it was things in your family that you learned, patterns in our families. Some of us in this room, we learned really well how to speak the language of self-pity and depression. And for years, we've spoken that language really well. But when we start to see that we're citizens of heaven, when we start to see who Jesus is, those languages, that style of life starts to no longer add up. We start to recognize, you know what? I can't afford to live this way anymore. I can't. The world needs me to show up. The world needs me to show up with the love of the Spirit and to flow with the love of the Spirit to people around me. We start to see that those things aren't actually us. See, we can have sad moments, we can have sad days, but if we're living a sad life, then we're not living in what everything Jesus Christ purchased for us. 
This is okay. I'm going to preach myself happy. So I, I, I experienced this outpouring of the Spirit in my apartment. I started having, you know, praise words come out of me. I started speaking in other languages that I didn't know by myself in my apartment. I laughed for two days straight. Wow. You know what happened? That hasn't, it hasn't gone away. Every time I forget about it, I can remember, wait a minute, I died back there. I died 2,000. I was crucified with Christ. No longer I live, but Christ lives within me. And I can identify myself in Christ. I can reckon myself indeed as dead unto dysfunction, dead unto missing the mark, and now alive, a slave of righteousness, like Jesus in the earth. You see, Jesus was fully dependent on the Spirit of God in his life to walk out the miraculous lifestyle. And the same Spirit that raised him from that is the same Spirit that's been given to us, in us and upon us. The same works that he did, we are called to do even greater, he said in John chapter 14, verse 12. Isn't that amazing? It's good news. So Jesus says to this man, your sins are forgiven to you. Rise up and walk. Is it allowed to be a one-step process? Yes. Is it allowed to be? Yes. If it hasn't been, keep introducing yourself to the word of God. Keep introducing yourself to vulnerability and community. Keep introducing yourself to truth, and truth will have its outworking in your life. Some of the greatest deliverances and healings I have ever seen in my entire life have come through hugs. Remember this man, he was, uh, he was in a meeting. The Holy Spirit was moving so powerfully in this meeting. We were just, just, God was just, I don't know describe it. It looked like a cannonball went through the sections of people and just rolled them over. And they just started laughing and rolling on the floor. But there was this one man, and when I looked at him, there was something weird with his laugh. And I went over and I grabbed his hand. As soon as I grabbed his hand, I instantly knew there's all this junk going on in his life. And I looked at him and I just leaned in. I said, hey, man have you been dealing with X, Y, and Z? And he said, yes, I have. And I said, well, you realize all these things aren't even you. As soon as that happened, he started growling, but it wasn't a good growl. I said, hey, let's just bring you to the back of the room. We brought him to the back of the room. I looked him in the eyes and I said, I'm gonna hug my friend right now and all of you are gonna leave. All of a sudden, this look of terror came on the face of all those demonic things that were binding this guy up. And love delivered this man because perfect love really does drive out fear. There's some of you here in this room, and today is your day of breakthrough. I would venture to say, if you're here today, God actually brought you here today. God actually has a plan for you today, and today literally is the day where the things of the past no longer bind you. Why? Because God's here, not because a great preacher's here, not because Pastor Jesse led worship, even though that was really good worship, Pastor Jesse. I really liked it. Don't leave me hanging. That was good worship. That was a good worship. Because Jesus is here. In Mark chapter 5, there's a story about a woman. This woman had an issue that brought a great shame upon her. It was a kind of issue that she wasn't allowed to leave the house over. She wasn't allowed to actually be around people because she had this issue, this issue of bleeding. In Israel, that issue was actually an issue of shame. See, in Israel, they understood that a lot of physical issues, their understanding was a lot of things in people's lives were things that came there because of things they did or things their parents did. So there was a shame associated. She couldn't even be around a rabbi or someone who was ceremonially unclean. But she heard the stories about Jesus. Let's just go there real quick. Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. It's okay, you guys? We're going we're gonna to pray for people in, in a moment. Mark chapter 5. Jesus casts some demons out of people. 
make some deviled pork, you know? You guys know the story there. Um, <laughs> and he's walking through a crowd. Somebody says, could you come? My daughter's sick. He's walking through a crowd. Verse 25 of Mark chapter 5. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. She had suffered many things from many physicians, and she had spent all that she had and was no better. Some of us here in this room, you've spent money on doctors. You've spent money on counseling. I have good news for you. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. I'm going to say it one more time. Jesus is here. She'd suffered many things from Ephesus and spent all that she had, but was no better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard about Jesus, and interesting, she heard. She heard. What did she hear? She heard about him. She heard the things that he could do. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment, for she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I will be made whole. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out from about him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, bro, I'm translating it from my version, bro, look at all these people. Everybody's bumping into you. It's really crowded. How could you say who touched my clothes? He looked around to see her who had done this thing, but the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith, your belief, or your trust has made you well. Go into peace and be healed of your affliction. Isn't this amazing? He said, Go into peace, go into shalom, go into mental well being. You see, Jesus, it says in Matthew chapter 8, carried away our sicknesses and carried away our infirmities or our diseases. Some of the word there actually means physical pains. Other part of the word actually means emotional torment. So if Jesus has taken away our emotional torment, why are we still holding on to it? Because we haven't come into agreement with what he's already done. We haven't seen the reality of who he is. But see, when we hear the stories of what he's done, we, like that woman, can say the same thing that she said. If I could just touch him, guess what? He's here, and you're here. It means he's not far away. His hand isn't too short that it cannot heal, save, and deliver. If God is the healer, his presence heals. If God is the savior, his presence saves. If God is the deliverer, his presence brings deliverance. So Chris... You're telling me all this great stuff, but I just, I just want to get set free. I just want to walk in intimacy with Jesus. Like that woman, she had to actually take her eye off of the problem and put it onto Jesus. She had to take, see, in order to follow Jesus through the crowd, she had to actually look at him. This is good preaching, you guys. In order to follow him, to reach out. She had to take her eyes off of her and fix her eyes on the author and perfecter of faith. Faith becomes easy when you fix your eyes on the author and perfecter. Faith is hard when you try to drum it up and look at you. The great thing about Jesus is he actually healed everyone who came to him regardless of their level of faith. So the fact that you're in this room right now means you've been divinely set up. Uh, There's a, a girl in our community. I don't know if she's actually here. Is Kristen Wise here? She is? Kristen, I want you to share that testimony. Could you come up and share what happened? You guys give Kristen a clap. I shared it last story, but I didn't know if you were going to be here. So, yeah, the, the testimony of praying for the crutches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Hi, guys. 
<laughs> um, yes, uh, my name is Kristen, and um, I've been in Activate this past, oh my goodness, almost a year. You guys, it's so good. You need to get in there. Okay, so let's stick to the story. So um, last Sunday, we all went out for our outreach that we've been doing. This is the third time it's happened down at the Huntington Beach Pier. You guys, okay, I'm like kind of nervous telling this. It's okay. So... I, like, don't normally do stuff like that, right? Like, go pray for people. Like, Jesus loves you. It's just not, I didn't grow up a Christian. It wasn't my jam, you know? And so, but I'm, like, hungry. I want to see it. So, anyways, I go. You guys, everything in me was telling me not to go. It was telling me to actually get back in the car and, and drive away. And I really wanted to. But, so I got back out, and I just said, you know what? Because I felt fear. So I said, something really good is going to happen. And I just walked back, Right? And so there's so much going on, and um, there's us, we're worshiping, and then there's a big drum circle, and um, I was just really drawn to that. So I see this guy on crutches. This is such a true story. So, um, oh my gosh, it was so radical. So I see this guy on crutches. You guys, my body starts walking before my brain can start saying what's going on. And I'm like, what am I doing? Then I was like, just go with it, girl. So I start walking. And I've never done anything like this before, so I'm like, what am I going to do? And so I kind of go up, obviously, to be like, hey, bud, like, what's wrong with your leg? And then Howard, if you guys know Howard, um, he's like, hey, this is my friend Kristen. She's prayed for people, and they've gotten healed. Um, And that did happen the week before. And I was like, okay, we're really doing this. I was like, yep, this is true. Jesus loves you and he can heal you. So as I'm saying this to this kid, he's getting super creeped out. He's like backing away from me. And I was like, hey, I won't, like, can I pray for you? I just stayed like this far apart and I just simply prayed, thank you, Father. You are so good. You hear us, you love us. And I just command complete healing in Jesus' name. I was honestly expecting to go, how's it, you know, do I need to pray again? Dude, he looked at his friend, it looked like he completely sobered up. Oh, yeah, they were both kind of really high. And um, super red eyes. And I was like, Jesus, loves, look at that, you guys. These guys are here for a drum circle, not for Jesus. Jesus just completely healed this kid. He couldn't believe it. He just had an encounter with the love of God. Like, what? And so... Um, Gosh, you know, something just, obviously, the Holy Spirit took over, because in my natural, I'm just like a silly, goofy mom, Um, but when Jesus is in charge and talking, it's something else, so I was really wanting him to know, Jesus just showed you how much he loved you, you didn't have to do anything to earn it, and you guys, like, gosh, Jesus just, you know, and I said this that day, you know, Jesus wanted to heal his leg, but how much more does he want to heal hearts, right? That's what it's about, you guys. Um, but what a cool thing. And so later I was keeping an eye, you guys, he walked to the parking structure with his crutches under his arm. Isn't that cool? Okay. So you guys can do this too. It's not just for Pastor Chris. It's not just for, for me, anyone, you guys, we have this authority, authority, He trusts us so much. We're his children. He does. Come on. And so, and you guys, I just can't stop thinking where, you know, it's like heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, raise the dead. You know, that's not just a, if you want, I think it's we're his children and he trusts us and he's like, yo homie, do it. Right? Like, it's just so easy. It's just so easy because 
my goal wasn't to show like, what can Kristen do? It's just, I want this guy to know Jesus loves him. And I think this is a tangible way Jesus can show him by healing him. And it just invites him into an encounter with the love of God in a relationship. So thanks for listening. That's awesome. Give Jesus a shout. That's awesome. How old are your two boys, Kristen? Four and two. That's awesome, isn't it? I just like that. You guys, stories like Kristen's are the reason why we do what we do. I love that, the story of this man. I've got a picture of the, the guy holding his face when he got healed, when Kristen prayed for it. He's like this, his eyes got all bugged out, and his like hands on his face like this. She's holding the crutches, and then he walked away with them. I love it. He didn't have a lot of faith for a miracle. So wherever you're at this morning, God has faith for you. You're gonna, not going to leave this room the same this morning. I've been in meetings where every single person with every testable condition is healed, where we have to give callings and say, is there anyone else that needs a miracle? And there's no one else because they were all healed. That's the kind of meeting we're in this morning. I feel his presence here this morning. You don't even have to wait till the end. When we become aware that he is near what some would call his manifest presence, we have immediate access to who he says he is. Not delayed access, not pie in the sky when you die access, but immediate access to who he says he is. Healer, savior, deliverer, provider. These aren't just promises, they're provisions. You know, when I uh, go home or when I would go home in college and go to my house with my mom, my mom Eileen's on the front row, and I'd go home, I didn't have to ask permission to eat what was in the fridge because it belonged to me because I'm a member of the family. I mean, if she had like some special thing reserved for people coming over, yes, I'd have to ask. But we are the special people who have been invited over to the king's palace. We are the special people that have been invited over to feast from everything that he's provided for us. That's what communion is. It's not just, it's not just a promise, it's provision. How many of you guys feel his presence here? Just, just, can I just, I love that. It's awesome. So how do we experience this? Become aware of his presence. The key to breakthrough is the person of Jesus Christ. The person. I was in a city one time and we were on the streets and we were just kind of open air preaching. Miracles were happening. Somebody had gotten healed. They were on a cane and different things were going on. And this man saw what was happening, kind of like the woman with the issue of blood. He saw, he heard a story. He saw some stuff that was happening and he came over to us and he grabbed us and he said, you need to come with me right now to the hospital. Come with me to the hospital. My wife's in the hospital. And I said, bro, I can't go with you. We're gonna get on this bus and they're gonna drive us to another city. I can't go to the hospital with you. I said, but you know what we can do? We can pray right now and the Lord will heal your wife. I said, give me your hat. So we prayed together. You guys come and grab, grab the hat with me. I'm just going to act this out. We grabbed the hat and we began to pray together. As we grabbed the hat, this guy began to tremble in the power of God. He became aware of the spirit of the Lord. He became aware of God's presence. And see, these aren't special things about special people. Healing, miracles, signs, and wonders are not about special people. They're about ordinary people who serve a special God. The spirit of the Lord God is upon us, because the Lord has anointed us, us. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm anointed. It's too late, bro. I'm anointed. 
So we prayed for the hat. The power of God touched this man. I said, go to the hospital, lay the hat on your wife, and say, be healed in Jesus' mighty name, and she'll be totally healed. I didn't know what was wrong with her. Um, a few days later, we're preaching in a church of a few thousand people, and this uh, pastor comes up to me and says, hey, can you talk to this woman? This woman wants to talk to you. This woman comes up, and I recognize the man and the wife. I didn't know the wife, but I recognized the man, and there were six other people with them. They begin to share with us the story. He said, I went to the hospital. I laid the hat on my wife. My wife had stage three cancer. They were going to remove all of her full hysterectomy. They were going to remove everything. She had tumors, all these different things. She was partially paralyzed on one side from another condition. As soon as the hat was laid on her and he said, be healed in Jesus' name, she felt this electricity surge through her body. All the feeling came back into her arm. All the feeling came back into her side. The doctors did another scan, and all they could say is, this is a miracle of God. You are cancer-free. There's not an ounce of cancer in your body. Now, if God can anoint a hat, God can anoint you and me. He is doing that this morning. How? By his word. His word and his spirit partner together. When you see his will revealed in his word, there's no limit to his power which can flow through us individually as believers. Not just special people, but every single one of us. If he'll anoint a hat, he'll anoint me. Turn to your neighbor and say, if he anoint a hat, he'll anoint me. In his presence is fullness of joy, not just some joy, not just a little bit of joy, not just half joy. Fullness. How do you know if you're full? Well, you're full when you fill a water cup up to the top and it overflows. You see, something happens as the joy of the Lord spills out of us. That woman that was healed in that service ended up joining our ministry team that day. Her and her whole family got saved as a result of it. I kind of missed that detail. All eight of them gave their lives to Christ. They'd driven two hours, and they all gave their lives to Christ, weeping, giving their lives to Jesus. So the guy experienced a miracle first through his hands before he actually had committed his life to Jesus. That's kind of cool. Um, we ended up adopting them onto our ministry team. And this woman, her name was Pilar, she came up on the ministry team, and I said, Pilar, I feel like the Lord's going to give you a word for people of things he's healing just to help them feel known. See, we don't actually need a specific word to get healed in the room today. Why? Because we have a more sure word of prophecy. No scripture is of any private interpretation, and it says, surely he has borne our sicknesses and borne our diseases, and by his stripes we're made whole. Peter says, by his stripes, by his whipping, we were made whole in his letter in his epistle, because he sees it as a finished work that's already accomplished. As we behold the finished work, we receive of the reality of it. You'll know the truth. Truth will make you free. So Pilar gets up. She says, I feel this immense heat in my chest. I said, I feel like there's women here, and you have um, tumors or cysts or things like that, especially in this area. Stand to your feet. Eight women stood to their feet. Every single one of them had physical tumors that they could physically feel in that moment disappear. Every single one of them. Yeah, you can give Jesus a shout. That's pretty awesome. Someone said, I think he's making it up. Why would I make this up? I didn't even take an offering. Like, there's no reason for me to make this up. Why would I make any of this stuff up? God's real. I've watched Jesus untwist twisted limbs in front of my eye. I watched people that have no sight screaming, I can see, I can see, I can see. 
These experiences aren't just for special people. I never thought I'd see one when I started on this journey. But one leads to many. And as we share the stories, more happens. We still read about this woman in Mark chapter 5 today. Think about how many millions of people have been healed through her testimony. Still today, she's famous. Still today, she speaks to us from heaven through her story of faith. I want to be like that woman. Where she went back to her region, it says in Mark 6, and it says that anyone who merely came and touched the hem of Jesus' garment was made whole. So what's the difference? The difference is realizing he's here. As soon as we become aware of his presence, nothing is impossible. In his presence is fullness of joy. His right hand pleasures forevermore. Fullness of healing, fullness of freedom, fullness of deliverance, fullness of wholeness. For as he is, so are we in this world. Put your hand on your heart. We're just gonna pray. Father, I thank you for this reality. I thank you for your nearness. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your healing. Just say this with me. I thank you for setting me free today. I see the yoke of depression and fear leaving people right now. See a girl around 18 years old and you've been struggling with an identity thing on and off like an eating problem, eating problem, and the Lord's healed you right now. He knows you. He knows everything about you. Um, We're gonna pray as a team. I'd love it if some of our ministry team slash our school would come up. Uh, I'm gonna have you guys kind of hang out and watch what's happening. Plus, you can get healed if you're up here too. Um, If you're in our ministry team or in our school, um, you can get healed while you're standing here. That's fine too. Um, You don't have to have anybody say a word to you this morning. The Lord's presence is already touching you. Many of you are already being healed in the room because he's real, he's here. Some of you might say, well, I've been prayed for before. Guess what? You're not just getting prayed for today. The power of God is touching you today because the Lord Jesus Christ, he is Lord and he is king and he takes away all sicknesses and diseases, not just some. He doesn't just heal some. Aren't you glad that he's not just the Lord that heals some diseases? You can leave it. You can leave it. It's fine. Well, all right, fine. You're already moving. You're fine. I was, I was going to keep it here, Chris. Here, Chris, I need it, I need it for my phone because I might use it. Just bring it back. Sorry. He's like, wow, it's going to get really crazy. We should move the pulpit. He's such a, such a wise man. I love you. It's awesome. You see him like, he said, yeah, that's funny. Oh, God's faithful. The woman with the issue of blood declared the truth. If I could just touch him, I'll be made whole. Speak that over your own life. Say, I'm touching you right now, God. You're touching me. I want to pray first for people that have issues that can't be tested. Why? Because some of you are like, man, like they always call out knee problems or things, but you can't test my problem. It's, it's something that can't be tested in the moment. Many of you are just gonna be instantly healed right now. Like me, I was instantly delivered of depression, suicidal thoughts, all kinds of junk. Just the Lord set me free. You know, he healed me from addiction. The greatest addiction was the addiction to me. If you're here this morning and maybe you have a condition that's not testable, like it's not, there's not physical pain that, that's there in your body right now, it's something that would not be testable. Could you just raise your hand for me? We're just gonna pray for you all over the room. I know there's a few more people. Just keep it up for just a second. All right, there's a few more people. I'm just going to wait for you. It might be emotional stuff, whatever it is. Just, I'm not going to like 
to highlight anybody specifically. Awesome. All of you that raised your hand, please stand. There's about four or five of you that didn't raise your hand, and God's going to get you anyway. Some of us, we say, well, I feel too ashamed. You see, sometimes we have to be like that woman and just take our eyes off of us. You see, that shame that says that to you isn't even you. Isn't even you. It's another voice. I want to say something to you. There's actually not something wrong with you. There's something right with you. You're valuable to King Jesus. If you're around these folks, I want you to extend your hand towards them or put your hand on their shoulder. I don't want you to pray just yet, so please don't pray. Just go ahead and go to them. I'm going to give you some instruction. All right, if you're standing and no one's hand is on you, keep your hand up for just a moment so we can get people to you. There's a few people back here that don't have a hand on them. Awesome. Is there anybody that does not have a hand on them yet? There's somebody back there. If we could get a helper out over there, our friend in the, the gray shirt. Power God's touching people. Does everybody have a hand on them? Um, there's a friend back here. He needs a hand. Could somebody help? Even if you're like, I've never done this before. Now's the perfect time. You know, this is the first time you drove a car, and it was like, this is scary. <laughs> but you're really used to it now. You're about to get really used to this. This works the same everywhere. All right, I just want you to speak over them. Just say freedom in Jesus' name. Jesus spoke to a tree and said, no longer bear fruit. You're speaking to a tree that's been bearing the wrong fruit. You're speaking the, the, to the root of the issue right now. Some of you, um, as you're standing, there's things flashing in your head, in your mind, traumas, things like that. I just want you to forgive people. Jesus said, if you forgive people for anything, you're forgiven. You're released. Jesus forgave us on our worst day. Jesus forgave you on your worst day. There's some of you that felt too ashamed to stand, but the Lord's power is touching you right now. Yeah, victory, that's a good word. So, Father, we just bless what you're doing all over the room. We break off all these issues. We break off emotional trauma and torment. There's someone being healed of like a PTSD type thing. There's another person being healed of um, you keep looking in the mirror and you see the wrong thing. You're going to look in the mirror and see Jesus from now on. You're going to look in the mirror and you're going to look into those eyes and you're going to say, wow, God's in there. That's a very valuable temple right there. In Jesus' name, we bless you. 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 We release you. We release you from the emotional roller coaster. God is destroying the old roller coaster right now. He's destroying, I feel the glory. He's destroying the emotional up and down. He's destroying it. It was never you to begin with. We release you in the name of Jesus. Bipolar, schizophrenia. I remember a woman, she was healed of bipolar schizophrenia in a meeting just like this. The power of God came upon her. She only stood because we called out tailbone, but she stood for her tailbone issue. She got slain in the spirit, and when she was on the ground, she saw Jesus on a beach. The only problem was she couldn't walk on the beach because she's limited to being in a motorized scooter most of the time. She said, I'm not letting go of you until I'm whole. She held on to Jesus' feet in this vision, and she was completely delivered. I know her today. She got up. She was delivered of social anxiety. She's delivered of all kinds of stuff. Instantaneously. I love how he meets us in every moment. I love that truth can set us free. Over time, we can encounter truth. But many of you are being touched right now, and you're never going to be the same. So, Lord, we bless what you're doing. We bless what you're doing. Now, I realize many of you, you won't be able to physically test what's going on. But many of you are feeling the power of God touch you right now. So if you're standing and you receive prayer and you can feel God's presence on you like, like a peace or a power or something, or maybe you feel a warmth in the area of the condition. Like maybe you couldn't test it right now, but you feel a warmth there. If you feel God's presence or power or that warmth, I want you to wave both hands over your head for a full 30 seconds. I just want to see. 
Quickly, just, just put them up. Just want to see. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory, we bless you. I see tears all over the room. I see tears all over the room. God, we just thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you. Some of you guys are like in a trance. You can't even like talk to me. You're just like, they're just like out. <laughs> you see tears streaming down people's faces. Well, we bless you in Jesus' name. You guys can have a seat. God's going to continue to touch you. Now, if you were totally set free today, man, I feel the anointing so strong. Woo! If you were totally set free right now, forever from that issue, how happy would you be? You have permission to rejoice right now. Just begin to thank him for what he just did. Those of you that received prayer, just, just thank him. He just did it. I'm serious. Like, like I like process. Like, I like, I like learning. But I also like the... I like the joy of the Lord. <laughs> We're going to pray for physical things that are testable right now. We're going to go after them in waves. Why? Because I want to be able to track how much has already happened. It's normal that like we pray for neck problems and every single person gets healed, or knee problems, every single person gets healed, Okay doesn't have to take a long time. I've been healed multiple times physically through very simple prayers. One time somebody said, there's someone here, there's people here that are sick. Um, I stood to my feet. I had a hay fever so bad for six weeks, I had scabs on my nose. I thought I was going to have to leave Bible school and move away because I couldn't sleep at night. I couldn't breathe properly. I'd wake up unable to breathe tight. As soon as I stood to my feet, simply standing, simply responding, I felt warmth go through my body. I was instantly delivered. I've never had anything like it ever since. Another time, I had, uh, I had jumped off of a high rock in Australia, and I heard a pop in my foot because I landed on a rock. And I, and I couldn't walk. And I had people pray for me, and I felt heat go through my body. And I was healed, radically healed. I was limping for a few days, so I developed sciatica on the plane, and I started having sciatica after that. So I went up to somebody in our healing rooms, a place where we saw hundreds of people healed every single week, and I walked up to one of our workers, one of the interns, and I said, could you pray for me? I've got this back and sciatic thing. He said, no problem. He put his hand on my back. He said, thanks, Jesus, and then he took his hand away. And in my head, I'm thinking, that's not a long enough prayer. <laughs> Jesus can't heal that quickly. Jesus is not that, he's not good enough at his job to heal that quickly. But the young man said to me, okay, go ahead and test it out. So I had a moment of choice. I could be offended with the shortness of his prayer. I'm his leader. I'm his overseer. He should have done a better job praying for me. Or I could test my body. As soon as I went to test my body, I was totally healed. The first time I was healed was years before when I was 19. I was lactose intolerant. I couldn't drink milk. And I simply said, I want to drink milk. I felt nothing. I felt nothing. But like that woman, I just put the word out there. Sometimes you don't feel, but you just find out you're healed. Many people are healed simply when they check. How do you know if you have a million dollars in your bank account? You check. How do you know if you've been healed? You check. Many of you that were healed of emotional issues, you're going to start to recognize that those things were never you to begin with. But physical issues, you just feel like, oh my gosh, I couldn't move my knee like that, and now I can. So, um, Jay, could you just call out the one thing you have at first, just the first one? Uh, somebody with an ankle that's got pain. I'm going to pray for anyone with ankle issues. Just put your hand up. You have an ankle-related issue. Go ahead and just stand. Go ahead and stand. Go ahead and stand. Anybody else? Uh, what was it? Yesterday night? Yeah. Yesterday night. 
we prayed for a lady and uh, instantly, like, done, healed. Her ankle's completely great. She had a brace. She's like, there's no more pain, zero. Yeah, praise God. Awesome. If you're around anyone else, ankles, real quick, raise your hand with the ankle. Not if you have an ankle, but if you need a better one. Okay. Awesome. If you're around them, stretch your hands towards them. We've seen even where people have broken ankles and they've had metal placed in their ankle, like surgically implanted material, and it disappears in a meeting. We've seen this happen hundreds of times. So just stretch your hands towards them. Just say, thanks, Jesus, for healing them. Do me a favor, those of you with the ankle issues, move your ankle right now. You're going to find out that the problem's gone. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That's pretty amazing. I can tell when I look at people's faces what's going on. You can tell by the facial expression. If something's different and it's like, that's crazy, just wave your hands over your head right now. Wave your hand over your head if it's different and that's crazy. Yeah, there it is. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. That's amazing. That's amazing. You're bending down. Is that different for you? It's flexing more. What happened to your ankle? It locks up. How long have you had that problem for? A year. A year. Somewhere over six months. Praise God, that's amazing. Over here, how long have you had the issue for in your ankle, daughter? How long have you had the issue for? A week or so. Was there pain in it? Is there pain now? That's amazing. Is there anyone else? I just want to make sure. Is there anyone else that you were just healed? Just wave. I just want to get, make sure. Well, I guess that was everybody with an ankle problem. That's pretty amazing. Do you guys realize that every single person with an ankle problem was just healed? I want to pray. Uh, I feel the anointing so strong. Um, we're going to pray for more. Just for time's sake, um, anyone here that has any physical issue, just put your hand up. Put your hand up. Awesome. Go ahead and stand. Go ahead and stand. Physical issues, like things that could be testable. You know, it could be bone on bone in your knees. It could be um, spino something. Spino, what's that condition called? Spinostenosis? Spino something. Yeah, the Lord's healing that. Um, whatever it is, spinostenosis. Um, I keep seeing compacted discs. There's miracles happening all over the room. All right, if you're around these people, just go ahead and get near them. Put a hand on their shoulder. Don't pray just yet. Don't pray because the key to healing is not your prayer. The key to healing is Jesus. The key to healing is his presence. So we've got a few people standing up over here. If you guys could help, get around them. It's like three people over here. Let's make sure everybody has a hand on them. If you do not have a hand on you, put your hand up so we can make sure we get people to you. All right, awesome. Now, those of you that are receiving prayer, you don't pray right now. Why? I'm going to say it again. Don't pray because you can't drink a glass of water and talk at the same time. It's not your prayer that's about to heal you. You're like the woman. You're seeing Jesus. You're actually reaching out to touch him right now. You've already stood. That's, that's your reach. His arm's not too short. He's moving. Those of you that are praying, simply become aware of the presence of God right now. Yeah, there's necks being healed, all kinds of things. Go ahead and just pray for them. Just speak over them. Just say, in Jesus' name, we break off all affliction, all pain, all infirmity. We command you to be healed. Feet pain. Feet pain. Just say, God's healing feet pain. 
God's healing feet pain right now. I just declare healing over right now in Jesus' name. Earaches, left ear specifically. Yeah, the Lord's delivering someone of a left earache. I see it like you're on your you're on your bed, and it actually like you wake up with it. The Lord Jesus is healed, just like a drainage. I feel like even a drainage coming out of your ear right now, in Jesus' name. We just break off deafness right now. Deafness leaves in Jesus' name. Deafness go in Jesus' name right now. Deafness, all deafness leaves right now in Jesus' name. All affliction in the neck, the Lord Jesus has healed you. There's, there's someone here and your neck curves the wrong direction. Your neck's straightening out right now. Your neck is straightening right now in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah, the Lord's healing um, migraines. If you have uh, brain inflammation, even like I see it, it's so strong. It's like even in your eyes, you have like a headache in your eyes. I also see... Um, like a plate in somebody's head as well. And also, um, somebody's got like shattered vertebrae, so he's healing that right now in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lord is healing sciatic pain, specifically in the right side. If you even have any nerve pain, um, I, I believe you're healed right now in Jesus' name. Um, the Lord is healing pain in the left knee, specifically the cap, the kneecap. Um, dislocated joints, dislocated shoulders, and mostly on the left side. Yeah, the Lord is healing uh, pain in your lower back. I feel like it's on the right side, and it's become uh, hard for you to sit down, so just receive the love of God. Yeah, scoliosis is straightening right now. God, we thank you for that. Yeah, tumors disappear right now in Jesus' name. We've seen many a tumor disappear in this community. Right now, I curse affliction. I curse tumors. I curse cancer diagnosis. I command it all to go right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right, those of you that are standing for prayer, even if your condition wasn't called out, the Lord's already called out your condition. The Lord's already called out your condition. He wants you healed more than you want to be healed. He said to the man with leprosy, I am willing. Literally, I desire this more than you do. The Lord heals you right now. Just begin for the next 20, 30 seconds to check your body out. Do what you couldn't do before. Do what you couldn't do before. Check for 20 or 30 seconds. Do what you couldn't do before. You're like, that's crazy. The knee pain's gone. Different things are gone. Check for the next 20, 30 seconds. When the pain's gone, when the pain's gone, the problem's gone, just wave both hands over your head. I just want to see. Wave your hands over your head. You've already been healed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I see those hands. Thank you, Father. I see those hands. I just want to count. Keep them up. You've already been healed. Keep them up really big. Keep them up really big. One, two. Keep them up. Three, four, five, six. Thank you, Father. Seven. Thank you, Father. The rest of you, God doesn't love them more than you. We're just going to pray one more time. Just drink the glass of water right now. He wants it more than you do. In Jesus' name, we command all affliction to go. Your back's whole right now. In Jesus' name, we call man all affliction to go. I want to hear a few testimonies. You've been healed. You're like, that's crazy. The thing's gone. The problem's gone. The pain's gone. I want you to come up really quickly. Why? Because if that woman hadn't shared her testimony, other people may not have gotten breakthrough. God gets glory as we share. So if I can get, uh, screen the testimony. Yeah, well, go ahead. I know you're healed, so I can tell. Because... <laughs> I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis on the right side, and I was very stiff, but now I'm not. Just lift your hands. (laughs) (laughs) 
So how long have you had that condition for? Uh, a year or so, two years, three years, a couple of years. And what couldn't you do? All this range of motion was short, and it was painful when I would do that. But that's not, the pain is going away. It's going come on, away. praise God. This is awesome. I want to hear a couple more real quick, a couple more testimonies. Come, come, come. Just hang out. Just hang out. Come on up here quickly. Quick, 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 quick. Come, come. Come, I'm just going to pray. Pray in the spirit, you guys, because some people are getting scared. It's, you don't need that. Jesus, we thank you. Hey, if you're here today while these guys are coming up and you've never given your life to Jesus, you're watching Jesus do miracles all over the room. He's real. He's alive. He's resurrected. He became your brokenness for you. If you're here and you would say, Chris, I, I'm not serving God. I haven't been walking in fellowship with him. Or maybe you've never received Christ. You've never been born again. Right now is your time. Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father in heaven. Simply, like that woman, all you have to do is confess him before people. Respond to the call. God's calling you home right now. If you're here and you're like, I need to give my life to Jesus, just stick your hand in the air and people are going to come pray for you. Wherever you are, I need to give my life to Jesus. Stick your hand quickly in the air. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Stick your hand in the air. You're like, I need to give my life to Jesus. Thank you. Go ahead and get around her, Chloe. She's raised her hand right there. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Yeah, you can pray with her. Anyone else? You're here. You're like, I need to give my life to Jesus. We're just going to hear one or two more testimonies. I'm going to dismiss you. Is there anybody else? Just come on up. Just want to hear. Just want to hear. Yeah. Thank you, Father. I just see, see people standing up. Just go ahead and pray with them. Chloe, just, just pray with her. She, the Bible says if you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe that God in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be made whole. You will be saved both now and eternally. This is eternal life that you would know him. Chloe, just go ahead and pray with her. Lead her in a prayer. Lead her in a confession. Okay? Go ahead and lean over her, Chloe, and just pray with her. Lead her in a confession. So, Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. Would you guys just stand up with me? We're going to keep praying with people, but I want to let people go if you need to go. I want to hear. How many of you guys, you received healing today or you felt God's power surge in your body in that area? Just wave really big. Look all over the room. This is incredible. Give Jesus a shout. This is amazing. Lord, we love you. Lord, we love you. Many of you, as you go from this place, are going to find that you've been made whole physically. Let us know. Share your testimony with us. We love you guys. We bless you in Jesus' name. Put your hand in your heart. Just say, God, I want to take this power with me. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Lord, if you'll anoint a hat, you'll anoint me. Lord, send me with your power. Send me with your love. In Jesus' name. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. See you soon. If you want more, just come on up. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.